Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways art and life imitate each other. I'm Sandra Sheriff Zachary. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we are your hosts on this zany adventure. Did I you forget never... the, the... <laughs> I forgot that it will like counting down. <laughs> and I got a little paranoid that our last one got erased <laughs> for like a hot second. I was like, well, if we have to do it again, we have to do it again. Oh, I hope it didn't. I That'd be sad. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, we are doing recording back-to-back episodes. We are. Our listeners today. They will not get them back-to-back. They will get them a week apart, but. Right. And this one will be the first one that they get through <laughs> the other one. No, this is so confusing for <laughs> it them. It really is. I'm Actually, no, still. it's not for them. It's for us. <laughs> it's for us. Yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> Again. You're sick, and I experienced a pretty traumatic fall. <laughs> You'll hear about it in the next episode. You will. <laughs> we won't bore you with that again. <laughs> we won't bore you with it again. Oh. All right. So I did my homework for this episode. Good. Good. I watched the movie, and I have many feelings, so I'm very excited. I told you at the end that there was a big, giant shock. I know. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart. I'm not going to, no spoilers. I want everyone to listen because we're talking about the true story behind Lost Girls. Lost Girls. Yes. Um, I mean, we're going to have have a lot of spoilers in this, but from the movie, but I just meant no spoilers for our episode (laughs) of what's to come. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I have a lot of feelings and I have suspicions, but my suspicions are based on the movie. So I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Yeah, because I dive a little more into the real side. The real, real. Okay. Okay. So this movie is about Marie Gilbert and she is in the beginning of the movie, talking to her daughter, Shannon. And they made plans for her to come home for dinner, and she never shows up. Ugh. Which, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. When your kid isn't supposed to be, or isn't where they say they're going to be, and now you don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's traumatic. Uh-huh. And it just gets worse. So yeah. She gets a random call from... This doctor that said that he had Shannon and he was helping her. That he had a home for Wadeware girls and she hung up the phone thinking that he was trying to collect money. Yeah. No. (laughs) So she hung up on him and she goes to the police because she wants to file a misery report about her daughter. But nobody is taking her seriously. Nobody. No. Because because of her daughter's background, right? Well, at this point, they don't really know her daughter's background. Okay, so they're just, like, not listening. They're not listening. They're not taking it seriously. They say, well, she's an adult. But you... 
you shouldn't have to wait 48 hours for an adult to go missing that you say they're missing. No. She said she was coming over for dinner. She's She didn't. She didn't show right. up, and now no one can find her. Right. Do your job. <laughs> yeah. That's, do that's your fucking job. That's all I kept job. screaming at this movie. Do your job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... She goes down to the police station. They will not fire the missing report. Finally, she hears a 23-minute 911 phone call that her daughter made to the police. And nobody took that seriously. It took them over an hour to get to her. And they didn't even get to her. Yeah, they didn't even talk to her daughter, Shannon. Like what? over 20 minutes, 20 that girl minutes was alive and could have been saved. Yes, absolutely. If anybody took it seriously. Yeah. So Mary forces the hand of the law enforcement agents to search for her missing daughter. Finally, they put out a missing report for her. And in the process of this, she sheds light on a wave of unsolved murders of young female sex workers on the South Shore Barrier Islands of Long Island, committed by the Long Island serial killer. In the movie, they will not say it's a serial killer at this point, because the police commissioner person, he doesn't want to lose his job because he had a scandal beforehand that he's doing everything to keep this in wraps but there was these women losing their lives yeah and oh it's okay because they're sex workers no because nobody's looking for them yeah but oh and that's the sad part is that this person the what they now deem as the Long Island serial killer was able to get away with these because he victimized people that didn't have anybody for them. That's so sad. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So in the movie, the pictures they show of the bodies that they find of the four girls. How was the four at the beginning? Yeah. They're the real photos of the girls that went missing that they found. Oh. Uh, Melissa, I'm going to, these names are, I can't do it. (laughs) There's Melissa, Megan, Amber, and Maureen. The four girls that they found the bodies to after they were looking for Shannon. And they're all like in the similar area, right? Similar area, yeah. At the end of the movie... Like, because Mary's just, like, keeping the police, like, you're doing your job. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to talk to this person. You need to talk to Dr. Peter Hackett. You need to talk to this person. He was suspicious as fuck in the movie. Oh, yeah. He's the one who called, who said he never called her, that he was in Florida, and he wasn't, that he remembers seeing her that night. And then now she's missing. 
And he said he didn't call Marie, but he actually did. Like, phone records prove he did. Like. That's so suspicious. And this is a guy who's out and he's free and. Yeah. He lives in Florida now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Florida man. Florida man. So, unfortunately, at the end of the movie, they finally do find Shannon's body because they finally start searching the marsh. And along with that, they find a lot more. In real how life. many how many bodies were there total? Do we know? Between 10 and 18 people over a period of nearly 20 years. Oh, my God. That's so. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, like I said, they found Shannon's body. There was discrepancies with the autopsy because they wanted to pin this on just it was a one-off case, that this was not part of the other four that went missing. So they got a third party to do the autopsy and she was there was no drugs in her system because they wanted to say that she was the sex worker that she was on drugs that she was doing all this but that's not the case there was signs of strangulation her body was laid in a similar position of how these other girls were it's they were just fishing yeah they were trying not to pen, like they were doing as much as they could to not do their job properly that's horrible yeah like who are you protecting there you're protecting the killer yeah there that's where it's like is this somebody that they knew and they were protecting it seems like it yeah like okay we're gonna hide all this evidence to keep them safe that's horrific yeah no so the first, the, dis- go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, go ahead. I got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh because it makes me cough. <laughs> sorry. The first discovery of human remains was made by the side of Ocean Parkway in Oak Beach on December 11, 2010. The investigation okay. was prompted by the search of Shannon Gilbert, a 24 year old sex worker who disappeared in the area in May that after fleeing from a client's home and making a 23-long-minute emergency phone call, they're trying to kill me. Nobody took that seriously. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Um, a month after her di- disappearance, the Suffolk... So, Suffolk? I can't say that word. So fuck. <laughs> Suffolk. Now we're going with so fuck. It's fine. <laughs> but it's a county to police department. I mean, yeah, go fuck yourself. But Yeah, so fuck. The so fucked police uh, department. Yep. <laughs> uh, missing, they asked um, John to search for Gilbert with his trained cada- cadaver dogs. And that's how okay. they found the first body. Well, for 20 minutes on a 911 call. Uh-huh. How did they not get to her in time? If they would have like dispatched somebody immediately, immediately, how her life could have been saved? Absolutely, absolutely. That's and the horrible. killer 
unfortunately, he targeted these women because they had nobody that was searching for them. So the fact that Shannon had a mom who was actually concerned. Her mom was a lioness. Absolutely. Her mom was a lioness. She was like, I am not giving up on this. No. And in the movie, it shows just how much she was like, fuck you. You're finding my kid. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's how she was in real life, too. Like, she was not taking any of the gaslighting that these police Mm -hmm. officers were offering her. Good for her. Yeah. She's like, no, that's not how it went. She is not on drugs. She is not doing this. Like, yeah, she might have done the sex working things, but I know my daughter and she wasn't on drugs. Yeah. She's like, yes, she might have been a sex worker. It doesn't change the fact that you need to do your fucking job and find her. Find my child. Right. Like, you messed up. It took you. So that's where in the movie it showed that it took them over an hour to respond. But the minute that they showed up to, like, have their candlelight vigil or, like, go around, she was checking on things. It took them seven minutes to get there. Oh, my God. Of course it did. She's like, oh, you can show up in a timely fashion. Why did it take you an hour to get to my daughter? Exactly. December 11, 2010. Staying close to the shoulder of the parkway, um, John based his choice of a search area on FBI data indicating that dumped bodies are frequently found close to highways or to roadways. Really? Yes. So despite thick vegetation and a light layer of snow, John's cadaver dog alerted to the scent, which the pair tracked to a skeleton in a burlap sack. The remains were later identified as Melissa's. Police discovered three additional bodies while searching the scene for further evidence. The bodies of Maureen, Melissa, Megan, and Amber. That's just horrific. Yeah. Um, and it was but really like, true. The serial killer thought that they didn't have anybody that would be looking for them, but they still had people that cared about them. Right. Right. So in March 2011, partial remains of Jessica Taylor were found along the same parkway. Um, eight years earlier, in 2003, other parts of Taylor's remain were found in Manorville, which was a town located in the county. Um, April 2011, police discovered three additional sets of remains. Wait, so her body was in two different towns? Uh, Jessica Taylor's was, yes. Oh, I don't even want to know how that happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm. This guy was sick. Mm -hmm. So in April 2011, they found a female toddler, an unidentified Asian person, and Valerie... And, like, those of Jessica Taylor's had been found in Manorville. So, like, different parts of the county. And they are all roughly, like, the same. Like, how he dumped the bodies. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Were they all killed in sim- similar ways? Yes. Strangulation. Even the toddler? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And two more bodies were found in Nassau County in 2000. Two more bodies in Nassau County. An unidentified woman whose partial remains had previously been found on Fire Island and an unidentified woman with a distinctive tattoo of peaches was later found to be the mother of the unidentified toddler. Oh, my God. Yeah. He killed her and her baby. Yes. But placed them in two different spots so they couldn't link them. Oh, my God. Like, this guy was sick. See, he's sick and clever. Yeah. And you don't you don't want to say any kind of word that is is you know positive towards this person, but yeah. there's an amount of thought behind that, and it's horrific. That's so sad. Yeah, the police speculated that Valerie and Jessica were killed by separate killers, but now they're thinking that it's like I said, the same person. Why did they think they were separate at first? They just wanted to. I think it's because of the location of the bodies. Okay. And they found them at different times. Um, But on November 29, 2011, the police announced that they believed one person to be responsible for all 10 of the murders. It sounds like it. Yeah. The single killer theory stems from common characteristics between the conditions of the remains and forensic science related to the bodies. At least there's the science behind it, you know? Yes. Yes. But they haven't had the forensic science to figure out who the fuck it is yet. Right. Because we (laughs) still don't know who the Long Island serial killer is. He has Mm -mm. not been caught. No. At all. Whoever this is is still out there. Yeah. Now, the movie really, really made me suspect the doctor. Absolutely. Absolutely. I thought the same exact thing. Yeah. I mean, the mother, Marie, she even went as far as filing a wrongful death suit against him Mm -hmm. because Shannon's body, when it was found, was found 150 yards behind his property. Mm Mm-hmm. That's too And he said he saw her. Yeah. And he called her. He He called called her. her and told her, I'm helping your daughter. I run a home for wayward, wayward girls. Did that call come before her 911 call or after? After. See, that makes me think that he knows she reached out and yeah. was trying to like cover his own ass because he didn't know what happened on that phone call. Right. Yeah, I'm still very sus- suspect to the doctor. Yeah. Who's living down here in Florida now? Hey, Doc. Down in there. Yeah. Yeah, we're the, we're the, uh, um, oh my God, what the hell are they called? The alligators? Oh, <laughs> no, not that. Where all the alligators are, the, uh, oh my God, the part of Florida where, <laughs> It's I know very what you're thinking. Sw- the yes, where it's the, all it's yeah, but there's a name for it. It's not the Ozarks, right? That's no. a show. What is it? It's the I am blanking. What is it called? 
I, I have to Google it. I don't remember. It's the, oh my God. It's like right on the tip of my tongue and I can't think mm-hmm. of it. And I'm going to feel so stupid when you actually say it out we loud. We both are. We're both going to feel really stupid in a second. The Everglades. Everglades. Let's yes. Everglades. Fucking asshole. <laughs> the Everglades are here where you could easily yeah. throw a body in there and the gators will take care of it for you. Yeah. Not that I'm condoning that. I'm just saying. Stupid. <laughs> You're judging yourself for not remembering the Everglades. It's okay. I live here and I forgot it too. I am. I am. Um, so one of the suspects in real life was, I don't know how to pronounce the same, Bitteroff. So September 12, 2017, Suffolk County prosecutor Robert Biancaville. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, from the county district attorney announced that John Bitteroff a carpenter from Manoroville, Long Island, was a suspect in at least one of the Lisk murders. Um, Bertoff had been convicted in May of the year of the murders of the two sex, wor- sex workers in 1993 and 1994. Okay. Another one was... So because he killed a couple, they figured he killed them all. Yes. But did but again, he kill him in the same fashion? Did he dump him in the same place? I don't think so. I didn't look up too much about him because they did not link any of the others to him. Okay. So Bitteroff was arrested in 2014 after his DNA was found on two murdered women. So none okay. of DNA was found on any of the other women. So he okay. was convicted of the murder of... Rita and Colleen, whose bodies were found in 1993 and 1994. All right. And so he's still them- a shitbag, but absolutely, he did do all of them. Right. And he got 25 years for Good. each of the murder. I hope it was miserable and he suffered every day. Yes. So there was the other um, suspect was Joseph Brewer, an Oak Beach resident was one of the last people known to have seen Shannon Gilbert alive. Okay. He was the one who hired her as an escort from Craigslist on the night of her disappearance. Brewer said that shortly after Gilbert arrived at his residence, she began acting erratically and fled the scene. Gilbert was reportedly seen running through Oak Beach, pounding on the doors in the neighborhood around the time that Gilbert called 911, saying that they were trying to kill her. Police, however, did not find any evidence of wrongdoing by him and quickly cleared him as a suspect. So that really happened. Okay, so it makes you really question the timeline. Yeah. If there was somebody else involved, but she was acting. Peter Hackett lived in the neighborhood and had opportunity. It came knocking on his door. Yeah. Like if she was acting erratically beforehand yeah she could have had a run-in with him already and it weirded her out yes and then was able to be grabbed by him a second time i don't know i don't know that's maybe it was the case of she got very uncomfortable like brewer was handsy like not like a regular forceful. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so she's like, yeah, that's a little weird. I'm, I'm not into that. And ran and got scared. Yeah. And then ended up in a far worse situation. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so horrific. Uh, another suspect is James Burkett. Burke? James Burke. Former police chief James Burke. Ooh. Oh, shit. Was reported to have blocked an FBI probe of the Lisk case during his time as police chief. In November 20, 2016, Burke was sentenced to 46 months in federal prison for assault and conspiracy. Oh, shit. Burke violently assaulted a man in custody who had stolen a duffel bag of his, from his police vehicle. The duffel bag contained sex toys, pornographic DVDs, snuff, and Viagra. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Why didn't the police show up, you say? Mm-hmm. Police chief. What if it was the police chief and the doctor working together? Because both of them are so fucking well-connected. And this was a small-knit community. Very much like fucking Alex Murdaugh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're going to start seeing more of this, of these small town. Because people, you know, it's the era of the, the Me Too movement. Yeah. And I think people are just going to be, it's going to be like fucking enough is enough. You are not above the law. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more shit come out. Absolutely. Yeah. For good reason. So in December 2016, an attorney for Shannon Gilbert's family reported that an escort had started, had stated that she suspected that Burke might be connected to the list case. The escort who identified herself as Leanne stated that one party she had attended in April of 2011 in Oak Beach. So this is a year after. So this is right. Yeah. Like right in the midst of things. Yeah. Um, She had been with Burke. She had seen Burke drag a woman of Asian appearance by her hair. Leanne said that she also saw him later at a party in August of 2011. She decided to engage in sexual activity with him. She described an experience in which Burke violently yanked her head during oral sex to the point where she began to tear up. Burke was unable to reach (laughs) orgasm and proceeded to throw three to four hundred dollars at her afterwards. Okay, so... You watched this guy drag a girl across the floor by her hair. Yeah. I and think decided. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. And you decided this is a person I would like to be intimate with? I think she did it to, like, pin him to something. I like, can see that. I'm going to find out what really happened here. If I have to take something, like... Somehow I'm going to make I have to pay. take load. I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant like if I have to take like the fall for something. But I mean, she did. But <laughs> she, she did. She did. She did take the load. I mean. <laughs> but like but she is trying to her. find out who killed. That's how I take it. 
She's yeah. like, I'm going to find out who killed Shannon Gilbert and I'll take one for the team. Mm. And then he ended up showing that he likes to be violent in those particular moments. Yep. Yeah. Gross. So Peter Hackett, the doctor, two days after Gilbert's... What? <laughs> two days after Shannon's disappearance, Peter Hackett a neighbor of Joseph Brewer who was a oh. former physician and who had worked for the Suffolk County Police. So fucked. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He worked for the police. Oh. The so fucked police. Uh-huh. Phoned Shannon's mother, Marie Gilbert, and later recounted that Hackett said he was trying to take care of Shannon. That he ran a home for distressed girls. Which he didn't, which is horseshit. And that he had given her medication because she was distressed. Mm-hmm. Three days later, Hackett called Marie Gilbert again, denying that he had any contact with her daughter and that he had previously phoned her. Why are you denying you that you did yeah. to the person that you already called? Yeah, I, I can track your number, dumbass. I know it was you. Yeah. Uh, investigators oh later confirmed through phone records that Hackett indeed called Mary twice following her daughter's disappearance. The marshy area where Gilbert's remains were found was near his backyard, and her personal items and clothing were found directly behind his property. So he was trying to ditch it quick. Yeah. Like I said, they filed a wrongful death suit against him. Um, and he took Gilbert, uh, claiming that he took Gilbert into his home, or that he took Shannon into his home, administered drugs, and facilitating her death. The lawsuit was dismissed because it was not proven that Hackett had administered the drugs or treatment to her. He, he said, was part of it. He had oh, to. Oh, absolutely. Been. Absolutely. I yeah. really think the doctor and the the cop were somehow in on it together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh there was another one, James Bissett. Uh 2 days after Shannon's remains were found, James died by suicide in his car. One of um, James's businesses was a plant nursery, which was the main supplier of a burlap in the region. And if you remember, most of the girls were wrapped oh. in burlap. Yeah. Yeah. And burlap bags aren't cheap. No. Like many mm. of the victims were found wrapped it up in burlap. I wonder how many people were really involved in this. That's the thing. Was this whole community killing people? Yeah. Were they like, were they having parties to torture these girls and right. kill them? Right. They got the burlap bags from him. The doctor gave the medicine that made these girls like inebriated to the point. The officer was like, I got you covered. We'll dump the bodies in the marsh where nobody will ever find them. Yeah. It, it, it seems like there was this is more than one person. Right. And that's why we're never going to know because. Right. 
they're going to yeah. keep their mouth shut right up right. until till the very end. Yeah. So in the movie, it shows that Shannon had two sisters, mm-hmm. a little bit older, or still younger, but there was like the middle and then a very young sister. Yeah. So it shows in the movie that she's not mentally stable, that she's got bipolar or schizophrenia Which one? or something. The younger sister. Yes. Yes. Um. So... Marie was very like adamant about fighting for rights for her daughter and getting justice for her daughter, Shannon. So unfortunately. Oh, the suspense is killing me. (laughs) I know Marie was stabbed to death by her 27 year old daughter, Sarah in Sarah's apartment. She had a bipolar in 2016 meltdown. She had uh, she suffered from schizophrenia. Yeah. And schizophrenia, excuse me. She reported that the voices in her head told her to carry out the crime of killing her mother. That's so her daughter perfect. died from a horrible death. She's fighting for justice for her daughter, and then her other daughter kills her. Yeah. Her other daughter, who's who is sick? Yes. She's yeah. sick, and she just had a, a meltdown in her sickness, and that's so sad. Yeah. And she died without ever seeing justice for her her daughter. For her daughter, right, right. Her that's... daughter, Sarah, was charged with second-degree murder and fourth-degree possession of a um, weapon, and she was sentenced to 25 years in, light, um, in jail in August of 2017. Oh. Uh her, now, does she get this is this is a weird question to ask, but does she get her meds while she's in jail? Yes. I would hope so, because otherwise, like you're gonna have more violent episodes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's easier for somebody to be I, I hate this that it's easier for somebody to have access to meds when they are imprisoned than it is not. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. And now she probably gets like care and evaluations that she wasn't able to get. Yeah. Because um, they have to make sure that she's okay to be with the general population. So therefore she has to have more doctor's appointments. And Right. And now Sherry, who is the middle daughter, has taken on trying to get justice for Shannon. Okay. Yeah. It's really hard. They're all S's. It's Sarah, Shannon, yeah. and Sherry. <laughs> I had um, a neighbor whose daughters were named like that. I don't even remember them them all, but it was like Chantel, Cherie. Uh, I, I can't, like I said, I can't remember, but all of them. It was that same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, can we please find out who this real killer is? Like, can yeah. we please bring them? Because I don't think it's just one. No, we need to bring them not. to justice. Were they ever able to do like DNA swabs or anything on any of these bodies? Was there ever? I mean, they had to have done some kind of DNA to prove who they were because they were de- like decomposed like crazy. 
but we don't know if there was ever DNA found on the corpses. Of, no, like, just two of the ones that they had DNA on that they, uh, the John bit her off. Him. They so found that DNA makes on it seem two like people. These weren't sexually mot- motivated crimes. These were people that were killing for the fun of killing. But they targeted sex workers. Yeah, because yeah. Well, no one will look for them. That's exactly. fucking sick. Yeah. That's horrible. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. And the fact that she died never knowing who killed her daughter. Right. And died at the hands of her daughter. Who I don't I doubt up until the end. She was like, you know, you got this. You can beat this. Come on. And then. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's just horrible. When I saw that in the movie that she was killed at her daughter's hands, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> that was the gut punch at the end of this I did not need. I know. That's where I was like, there's a crazy twist at the end that I yeah. never saw coming. Like, I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like a. I figured there'd be a twist if, like, you'll never believe who the killer was. But then I was like, wait, they never found the killer? And I was like, they had to have found it now. No, still don't know. I still don't know. I but still don't know. When it was like, oh, she's dead too? That's crazy. That's heartbreaking. It is. Extremely oh my heartbreaking. That Sherry has lost all of her family. All of them. She's yeah. alone now. Yeah. Oh, bless her heart. Mm-hmm. I. That's so sad. But that's all I have for oh, you. This, 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 this was a tough one. Yes. This one was very emotional. Yes. There is um, the My Favorite Murder podcast. They have an episode that they talk about the Long Island Killer, and they kind of go into more detail about all the victims. It's a really good episode. Okay. Yeah. So that's one that should be checked out. Yes. Yeah. Well, this one was kind of heavy, so yeah. um, that's we, why we have like one more. this one will be the <laughs> the next episode, and then the next one you can look forward to is a little mini episode about um, MegaCon's cosplay. Yes, <laughs> MegaCon, Comic Con, those kind of conferences. We're going to talk about that for a little minute, yeah. and then after that, I'm going to talk about Cocaine Bear. Cocaine so, Bear. <laughs> I mean, that'll be fun. Which, by the way, if you have not watched that movie yet, watch it. It's so fucking funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) Elizabeth Banks was the director of that, and she knocked it out of the park. It was glorious. Yeah, I'll try and run it tonight and watch it. For real. It's so funny. Yeah. There's some moments that are just laugh out loud. (laughs) They're they're great. So check that out, and then I'm going to compare it to uh, The Real Case. So. And I still, that cracks me up that you have to even say that the real case. <laughs> I know. There was really a cocaine bear. It's a real thing. So crazy. I know. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.